When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is the Morning Sickness. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo on a plane heading home from Thailand for the next... 40 hours. He gave Literally. us a text yesterday. Said he had uh, just hopped on a plane, going to land in Tokyo. Tiny little 12-hour layover yeah. there in Tokyo. 2.30 a.m. our time, uh, which is three hours ago, three and a half hours ago. He leaves, right? Yeah. Uh, he gets out. He lands in Tokyo, 12 hours in Tokyo, 12 hours in the air, 13 probably more than likely. Uh, then another couple hours in San Francisco. Then here. He'll land tomorrow. At 6.45, and I think it's p.m., right? He didn't say, but that's what, I, that's I was what I'm thinking, yeah. Because yeah. it adds up to be... Wants to keep uh, us on our toes. Horrifying. A.m. or p.m.? <laughs> horrifying that uh, f- like four and a half days of his vacation was in the air. <laughs> I hope that trip was fun. Man, that just sounds dreadful, but funny. Especially because he's got those two teen boys. So Toledo will be on his way back here. Before you know it, unless he's offered... Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars overseas, like seems to be going on. Brady and I just talking about that off the air. Dustin Johnson of the uh, PGA and a couple other PGA guys. Everybody's all waving the flag of the PGA, saying, oh, you can't leave to Saudi Arabia for uh, uh, on account of it's got uh, human rights violations and stuff. And yes. it's like they've got a golf tournament going on over there where I can't believe you would even consider leaving. Now, we've got our nice little tournaments here. You can win 8 or $9 million in the real, real big ones. Because it's not about the money. No, over there, $25 million to the winner, $200 million purse. So if you come in like 40th, you're still getting like almost what a winner would get in an average tournament here. And it's crazy. You, uh, you know, the, the lar- bigger players are paid to play. Right. Yeah, they give them a paycheck just to show up. Tell you what about your human rights. Uh, if you want me to do a morning show over there in Riyadh, and you're going to give me uh, 25 times what I make here. Uh, I'll help you with your human rights I, problems. <laughs> I'll help you beat people. I'll get involved. It's yes. Uh, every man has his price, and mine is that. What do I have to do? Chop that guy's that kid's hand off? Well, he was stealing. He shouldn't have done that. I'm going to cut that hand off. You write me that check for a couple million dollars just for showing up. Everybody that's acting all up in arms and all oh, the PGA's angry and 
ESPN can't believe that these athletes, and they're threatening to take away advert. Don't worry about it. You can take away all the stuff. They're going to make it and then some somewhere else. You can't threaten them with money. That's why they're leaving in the first place. Yeah, and I thought the uh, other, I told you that on journalists point out the fact that uh, PGA has uh, lined a business partner with China. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, he goes. So, if you want to get into the human rights side of it or argument on that, human there might rights. be something there. Your, your, I don't know. Your golf, you have been in the uh, Rosa Parks' seat of the bus for human rights the entire time you've existed. Right, in the most racist sport that's existed and gotten away with it. Jackie Robinson popped up in baseball in 1947. It was way too late. They finally had all the teams had someone of color on the team by 1968. Golf's like, meh, let's wait another 10, 12 years before we get this going. We've had a black, not a big fan, and letting anybody, women, black people on their golf course, and they're the ones crying human rights violations. Quiet. You're a country club sport. All you are is about is exclusion. And by the way, we own your image. Yeah. I absolutely love (laughs) golf. It's a fun game, but I also recognize it's built on the bones of absolute discrimination. It's horrible when it comes to that. And so shut up, PGA. And any and again, Brittany Griner's over there in Russia, and everyone's like, why does she have to play in Russia? Why don't they pay her here? Look, we get paid well here, but on our our vacations, if Russia said I'll give you you know your annual pay for a week over here, I'd go. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much you get paid here when somebody offers you another million to do exactly the same thing for a shorter period of time. If you're a roofer and you're making fifty grand a year, and someone says, "I'll give you three hundred thousand. All you got to do is a month in Saudi Arabia." You're not thinking human rights. You're thinking, "How can I make my life better?" How many guys did that in the seventies? My dad was offered that. The only reason we didn't go is my mom was afraid to go. Because if you're a woman and you, you're not going for the job, although I think my dad still regrets that. I think my dad still sits back sometimes and goes, "I could have, uh, I could have closed this shop up." But he did well. But he could have closed the shop up earlier, ten or twelve years earlier. His friend went and retired immediately. Because at the time, it was probably in the 80s. My dad was doing pretty well. Not great, but good. Probably making 60, 55, 60 a year, which is good back in 1980. Yeah. They offered him that. I remember him saying to my mom, because I was a little kid, it was like 220000 a year. Man. And yeah, in the, and, 80s. in the 80s, that's a million bucks. You know, that's like, we could, for two years, we could be doing real well. Yeah. And my mom wouldn't go because. Uh, she was afraid of you know getting her head lopped off, and she probably would have mouthed off somebody and ended up in some sort of international thing. But at that point, my dad's pulling down a million a year in the eighties. Uh, sorry, mom, you should have kept your trap shut. Uh, you know it's going to hurt to lose your mom, but you know, lop her head off. It's part of the rules. You stay, I'll go. I probably might you know the two kids. So they have American areas too. They like they built these little tiny you know communities. enclaves of uh, American, and you don't have to wear the burqa and. You just have to, when you go out to get food and stuff, you had to dress up like beekeepers. And Other than your, your dad. Dress me up like a little girl right now if you want to give me extra money. I'll do whatever you want. That's fine. Money is why we're here. That's horrible. All right. Blah, blah, blah. Go to work. Enjoy it. Ask for a raise. Be miserable about your paycheck because I know deep down that's what we're doing here. Every day you wake up this early, it's for money. It's not because you love it. If you could be sleeping, you would. All of us. So Phil Mickelson has huge gambling debt, and they're saying, we'll give you two up. Two hundred million just to play. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And everybody's on Phil Mickelson about this gambling debt because the numbers that get thrown around are astronomical to us. I don't think Phil Mickelson's in debt. He's not paying. Not in on, debt. It's they not said paying. that about Barkley at a four hundred thousand dollar tab at the Aria, and Barkley's like, "Okay, calm down." 
first off, that's like nothing for me. I'll throw that at him later. This. And I'm going back up in a week or so. Yeah, guess who has him back. back? Right. They're all right. And, and they invite him back. And yeah. they love him there. They, they give him that money because Charles Barkley in the Aria is a free advertisement. If that goes on social media, it's like, oh, that's where the you know, Barclays of the world out. stay. Come on. Cosmo had that for a while where they were just taking pictures of any celebrity in there and giving them free everything just to show up. That's how, that's how money stuff works. They want big names and highfalutin everything to be the face of their thing. So us knobs roll up and go, Charles Barkley was here. We're idiots. We follow. We're followers. You notice that that's what they've made you as a follower and they don't even hide it anymore. They just You click the word follow on the people you like now. You're actually a follower. You do it on your own. I follow the Kardashians. Yeah, I know. And they lead you right into uh, purchasing things you normally wouldn't. So keep following. I don't get this uproar. And the dangerous thing is like baseball, that's an international sport. Oh, yeah. Saudi Arabia decides to go, you know, I don't think uh, Major League Baseball's doing it right. It's the first time it's an actual threat to our sports. Basketball's an international sport. If those guys in, the, in that area start going, well, we'll just pay them this oil money they don't even care about the advertising they just want the sport in their area and it gets to be you know it's I mean, 25 you know, million per guy i mean deandre ayton's probably going to leave the suns to the it looks like the pistons are the first team that or, we can't wait to sign him it'll be like 30 million a year but if you give him 50 million just to come over and 30 million a year he's going yeah he's going and he should that's the smart thing to do is to you know Find what what you do and I could take do two, the highest two years bid. on the live tour, maybe one year, and it'd be done. Yeah, and you don't even have to be done. You can just take it and make sure that everything in your life is covered. Look, Tiger Woods had a couple incidents, uh, not like he was hurting for money, but you never know. Let's say you're one of those guys, that's, you know, this uh, uh, Zalatoris kid who's doing well. Let's say he gets in a car wreck and busts his leg up. Yep. Now what? He's almost he's almost doing really well in golf, but he's twenty three or four. He doesn't have what it takes to get out. Yeah, it sets you up. It sets you up to do this for fun. I don't get it. Everybody's losing their minds. I watched some interview on ESPN last night and talking about the players that might leave for Saudi Arabia and how dare they do this. And it's, why, are, why are people leaving the United States? We're like, yeah, for money. That's why. It's an easy answer. Brittany Griner, Diana Taurasi, they go to Russia because they pay them a million bucks. I don't know what is wrong with Russia. Uh, Ukraine? The invasion of Ukraine, second worst idea they've had in ages. First, watching women's basketball at a million bucks a player. Where are they getting that money? Does I the thought goat, they were dead broke. Does the goat go over there too? She used to. I don't oh, know if wow. she's still doing it. Oh, yeah. Ed, yeah. who wouldn't? Yeah. She's got a couple months off a year. It's Maybe like, a couple of basketball camps. Yeah. I don't care how woke and liberal you are. If you're a teacher and you're red for edding around and you've got from May until August off, and some foreign country says, I'll give you four times what you make here to come teach these kids. Now, by the way, we're a socialist regime. We don't have any women's rights, and you're not going to drive yourself. And like, how much did you say? Four times more. Yeah, I'm going to go over there and teach your kids some English. It's going to work. Honey did it for, I'll say plenty again, uh, Dubai. Yeah, they wanted teachers, English teachers. And- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
I'll tell you right now, if I could golf, I'm not going to sit on the memorial tournament coming 27th and make 77,000 when 27th is a million and a half somewhere else. I can come in 27th in a different country and, and make a lot more money. I'll do that. Yeah, they're all over that poor guy. It's brutal. But, uh, yeah, it's a real threat to baseball, yeah, I think, because if baseball becomes one of these things where it's like, well, they're just running a better league. Somebody came up with a better idea and pays more. Football's always had that. That's why they were so worried about the USFL back in the 80s. Trump and a couple investors who were throwing around ideas that they had billions and billions of dollars were like, we'll threaten the NFL. And people were worried because Herschel Walker came out of college right to a different league, Doug Flutie, Jim Kelly. Uh, there were a lot of big-name college yeah. players that were like, we'll just go over here. And the NFL was drafting them, and they just weren't showing up. They'd go like Because Jim Kelly's classic answer was, I don't ever want to be in Buffalo. Gross. City looks awful. And he wasn't wrong, but he ended up in Buffalo anyway. Went down to a team called the Houston Gamblers. Why wouldn't you? They paid him. He was going to play immediately. Didn't have to live in Buffalo. Seemed great. Herschel Walker was a New Jersey general. People forget that. It was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. There he is with his New Jersey general's hat and Donald Trump standing behind him. Like, this is it. Look out, football. You just lost. And he was what? Set him up for his 12-man trade. They got the Heisman Trophy uh, winner. As their first pick overall, that was huge in a brand new league. That was massive. And then, of course, it folded, and he had to go back to the NFL, who, you know, teams had their rights. But pretty amazing when you look at it like that, that the, all it takes is a, a new idea and some cash. We'll lose it all. Like, that's what we were worried about, ironically, when we got bought out here at KUPD six, seven years ago, maybe even longer than that now, is that are the new guys going to, Pay us more or fire us. That was all we cared about. They didn't care about. Well, they keep the for- format. Yeah. We were worried because they were Mormon owned. They had a, well, they weren't really, but they had a Mormon like the guy in charge of all the broadcast programming stuff was coming from a Mormon place. And, and I think was, we were the only like rock. We property. were, and they're like, we're gone. There's no. They, they were very, very conservative when it came to as far as their reputation. We're like we're getting fired. They're not going to pay us more. We're all getting fired. I remember cussing in the first meeting and watching that guy just go, ooh. I didn't care if they were mad at me or not. I wanted answers. Obviously, he never listened to the show he before. Did. I don't <laughs> think he was too big on it. The rest of them were, and it turns out it was great. But, yeah, that's all we're here for. Everybody wants more. You don't go to work going, boss, you know what? I love this so much. Why don't you give my money to other people? No way. You would never go in and ask for less, no matter how passionate you are about your job. It's a fact. Look at Brett, for God's sakes. He worked overnights for crying out. You're talking about somebody who loved what he did for some Dedicated. reason. Dedicated. <laughs> they paid the man in peanuts and carpet fibers. Yeah. I don't know how he lived this long, and he did it. Not barely, but yeah. And he here could- you are, making peanuts and carpet fiber, and it's morning now. Good job. For years, he could never get any answers, because no one was up that late. That's Nobody true. even knew he worked here. Like He had to keep showing up in the daytime all glassy-eyed with big bags. He looked like a raccoon. He'd show up. I'm like, who's the scary guy? And I thought, that's our overnight guy. Oh, the nocturnal Brett Vesley. <laughs> 18 years of that nightmare. Wisely <laughs> okay, kind of showed up. He's a day up. drinker. Yeah, yeah, he'd go and do some stuff and show up afterwards. People were like, nice job. It's nice to meet you. And kept, him, kept himself in the know. Most overnight guys become like nocturnal weirdos with giant eyes and drug habits. Brett avoided it. We don't know how. It's impressive. Not either. Brett never came in and said, Ben, I'd love doing overnights. Uh, you guys can give me less. Well, there wasn't much less Insane. to give. <laughs> I, think, I think, well, from the sounds of it, 
You did say that, and they gave you the very uh, minimum that you possibly could get. So, yeah, golf the whole – I got all these alerts this morning. Dustin Johnson it kicked out of PGA. It's like, no, he didn't get kicked out. He left. It's not getting kicked out. He, he, uh, he, he said the, it, you know, look, I hope I – you know, that's up to them for their ruling. I enjoyed it. I just wanted a, yeah. a chance to play. It doesn't interfere necessarily no. or anything. Here's but. the fun of it, though, because Dustin Johnson uh, had a little coke problem for a while. Yeah, send it a year suspension. Yeah, uh, rocking over the Middle East with a coke problem. This just this lends itself to a Brittany Griner situation, and then you know he can't go over there and then start screaming, "Hey, help me out!" You go over there and screw up. You know they're starting to say that about Brittany. She's wrongfully detained and things like that. She's in their country. I don't, I don't yeah, like you have that. To follow their rules. I don't like any American that's. Well, I do actually like when Americans get arrested overseas because it makes for that show Locked Up Abroad, and it's fun. Because uh, you're an idiot. Every time I watch Locked Up Abroad, I'm like, what an idiot. Dude running alcohol for 50 grand a pop across the desert of Saudi Arabia from one side to the other in his pickup truck. And he got into a wreck, rolled it, buried all the alcohol before anybody could find him, and then just walked the desert road until somebody picked him up. And then someone, uh, a citizen got suspicious and said, hmm, there's no reason for you to be driving around out here. So they dug up the alcohol. They found it. Threw that guy in the can, and I'm like, well, what are you crying about? Yeah. You idiot. You drove out. That was the risk you took. for The, the reason they're giving you 50 grand is because it's a dry country. It's just a briefcase. <laughs> it was a full, uh, like a small Toyota pickup, packed full of alcohol. And he was flying. <laughs> Rolled it over in the dirt. I love that show because I've never once said, oh, they've got to free that man. I'm like, idiot. Now let's just find out what their jails are like. That's all I care about. You don't get arrested in another country. You get arrested in Mexico, I don't feel sorry for you. A, you went to Mexico. Bad things happen there. I wouldn't, uh, there's no possible way I would go to Mexico. Just in the off chance, I get wrongfully arrested. And who's, who's to blame for that? Me. I went to Mexico. Again, it's like walking around with bees all over and complaining you got stung. Leave the beehive. But uh, they'll go. Dustin Johnson's got a Coke thing. This could be a cool setup. He's got 125 million reasons just to make yeah. all eight tournaments. Isn't he Paulina Gretzky's husband? Yeah. yeah. Didn't she have a little coke issue too? They just got hitched. Oh, this could. Oh this can be. And we can keep our fingers crossed. That and this mom story in law gets has great. Loves to gamble. Janet Jones. Yeah. yeah she got. She got people kicked out of the NHL for that. Here in the Coyotes. That's Rick Tockett. Yeah. Got a little thing going. Gambling, drugs, probably some heavy drinking. Smoking hot blonde that likes to take her clothes off. Everything Saudi Arabia hates. Let's go. What what bad can happen? <laughs> okay. Are you on coke now? Your bikini-clad wife is going to roll over to Saudi Arabia while you're... Okay. That's not going to happen to Hound Dog. Is that his nickname? Yeah. Oh. You only know the nicknames no one else knows. I think I've that's never one, heard that. It's not a thing. He made it up in his own house. <laughs> There's no possible way. Anyway, what are you going to do? So if Saudi Arabia offers you a ton of money... You should take it. It's the way the world works. It's what you do. Nobody says. You can Nobody's make it fit into me. your schedule. Yeah, you can work it out. Now, if you, Coke problem, uh, you know, a wife who's smoking hot and likes to be in a bikini. Oh, oh she's here. A vacation took her back to her old schedule. 603. Ski mask rolling in to do her morning show at KDKB. She's got a Starbucks, Starbucks in hand. All right, good. Deal. Had to pull over and get that. It's still great to me. It is.
I just don't understand the mentality of pulling over for the Starbucks when you're late <laughs> for a live broadcast. I'll get there when I get there. Uh, anyway. Live? Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> I didn't say lifelike. I just said live. I mean, it's 10 minutes worth, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. She didn't have to go on for another hour or so. Welcome to work, Star, uh, Starbucks. I mean, ski man. <laughs> Uh, another thing I saw this week, well, first off, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if it's going on in Gilbert, but we are now officially in election season. Uh, you can't drive up and down Lincoln. Oh, yeah. It is. It's- the signs are everywhere. Ridiculous. And I like to- we uh, got a couple of hotties. Do you get some good ones out there? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any hotties that I saw. I got to hand it to Jana Jackson. Jana. Uh, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Uh, Jana was running for something a few years ago. School superintendent or something. I don't know. Uh all her signs are the same ones she did last time, and they look beat up. Nice. They look old. Recycle. Like she just, I'm looking, I'm driving on Lincoln. I'm like, Jana, come on. You lost with these last time. a lot of money. I don't even know if she won last time, but she just had a garage full of signs, and she's poking them back into the ground, and I'm like, ah. And it made me think, all these politicians, because they're required within a month after the election to clean up these signs. Where do the signs go? Right back into their storage facility. And they, they, but nobody else propped up the same signs as last time, but Jana did. And it's hilarious. They look dirty. They look last, you know, so 2020. But she did take a Sharpie and write over what she had last uh, yeah. time, last dates and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she did scribble out the zero <laughs> and put a two. We'll get it. I haven't looked into young Kaprowski. She hot? Um, I can't, you know, I've gone by the posters a couple of times. It's definitely, uh, you turn like, oh, maybe. Uh-huh. You're giving yourself a little, uh, well, be careful. Uh, we've got one that's really good, oh, though. Right, here we go. We've got our first failure in politics. Kaprowski, this yeah. is the... Yeah, not bad. Hang on. What's she running for? Remember that lady we got... Something. We got mad. <laughs> that's about it, too. really mad at me a few years ago because I said her hair we, was the yeah, problem. Yeah, we gave her hair tips. We gave her hair tips. And if you're going to go, because she was smoking hot, but she kept showing up with her hair all messed up, and she got mad. So much more than hair. If that's who it is. That's young Kaprowski. looks great. What's she running for? Uh, is that a Gilbert thing? It Mesa? is, I think so. Well, that's where I see the posters up in Gilbert. So, Town of Gilbert, maybe. Oh, her name is Young, for real. Yeah, yeah. Young you actually, I, thought, I thought you were just saying it because you're an old man. <laughs> nope. She's appointed to town council in April 2020. So she's got an Asian Vice mayor. She's an Asian thing. Polish well, person. Yeah. That is a never before combo. I don't care what she's running for. She's pretty hot. Nobody with the last name Kapowski's ever been Kaprowski. in Okay, but still. Wow. That is a good combo. Congratulations, nice. young young Kapowski, <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. I used to, uh, that's, and she's running for what? Something. Yeah, that's like right. Town council, and that's something. why politics are dying. And everybody's like, these guys have to do something. It's because people, yeah, town council, nobody has any clue what anybody's running for, and they know it. So all they have to do is put up an impressive sign, and you'll be like, I remember her. Is that the sign you see? Yep. That's the that's the truth of politics. You can get mad at Biden. You can get mad at senators. You can get mad at anything else. You don't know who your city representatives are. You don't matter. It doesn't matter. You're not paying attention to what actually affects you, which are these little local things that constantly go on. If you get if you get involved locally, more so, the national stuff won't matter nearly as much. They run us from the giant puppeteer place. Because we look at young Kapowski's posters and go, yeah, she's hot. And I don't know what she's running for, but if I see that name, I'm, I'm checking it. I'd you're, vote for her. And I don't want to hear from all your people go, oh, I study. I you're, you're, a, you're an anomaly. You're not normal. If you look at the signs that are out there, nobody's giving you a platform or anything else. They're hoping you look into it. 
95% of the people do not look into it. They just go by. That's why it's saturation. That's why you see a, the person with a billion signs. That's why you see Fuchs posters all Everybody. over the place. Well, Fuchs is another one. It's like, ha, ha, ha. It just looks like a dirty word in the side of the road. So it's uh, branding. You remember it. So when you're in there voting and you did none of the research, I'm not talking about you normal people that did it, but you're not normal. You're a small percentage. The ones that just go by name recognition, and that's what they're rooting for. Carrie Lake is in the lead, not because people know who she is. Well, she was. I don't think she is anymore. Uh, because people know who she is. Although, I don't know if you guys saw that Blake Grandmasters might have some problems. Uh, our, first, our first issue, they found an old video of him talking about gun violence. And here's his quote. Well, you know, it's gangs. It's people in Chicago, St. Louis, shooting each other very often. You know, black people. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. So they unearthed this video of him. You know, it's them blacks. can blame the gun violence on the blacks. I'm Blake Masters, and I want to run for stuff. Blake Masters is uh, uh, what a name. Got Dude, the endorsement. Well, that's the th- and this is where the game. I know the, the Masters. <laughs> Blake Masters, sir. Yes, yes, Black. But please put your gun and away. He doubles down with that comment. I, I, I ain't. I ain't got no gun, Mister Mister Masters. Just hello call there. me Masters. Hello there, Masters. Hello, hello, Masters. Yes. What can I do you for? Uh, well, they waited on this one, which is pretty solid. Uh, his his enemies were like, just wait, just wait. We'll pick the right time. And they're like, come on, should we do it? No, no. Stay on target. Stay, Stay on target. On target. Stay Let's on just target. see how we're doing. And right after Donald Trump said, you know what, Blake Masters, what a guy. Love him. Endorsed by me. They're like, roll tape. <laughs> you know, it's those blacks. <laughs> they're like, oh, we're done here. That's enough. Uh, Masters campaign hadn't received a lot of attention uh, it's uh, you know, not so great. I've seen some commercials, uh, but it says he's got a high profile now that Donald Trump's behind him. And he says uh, the publisher of Arizona's only black-owned newspaper says Masters' comment shows he's probably not the right guy to represent Arizona. Yeah, you know, it's them gangs. And, you know, when you hear that, you're like, yeah, gang, gangs are – that's the problem with guns. It's the inner cities. Well, that's true. It's Chicago. Well, this guy's on to something. Maybe he's got a plan. You know, it's black people. It's like, oh, boy, damn it. You had me and you lost <laughs> You had me. me and you had to throw it away. So he's done. But the fun part will be watching him try to scramble out of this. Because that'll be the fun treat. Or he'll just quit. I don't know why they, they never just go, whoops, got me. Got to go. I don't know why they ever. He'll stand in front of something and defend it. Or he'll come out and What just, if he comes back and goes, you know, at the time, I was right. What if he comes back with statistics? <laughs> like, that's the thing I always wait for. A guy goes, watch this. And he doubles down. He leans into it. Hey, by the way, let me tell you about black people. Like, I want, like, I want to see a guy lose it, not try to cover it. Because covering is even worse than just being racist. You look ten times more racist when you're like, no, 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 come on. Uh, if you came out and said, you know, statistically in Chicago, it's uh, black communities. Are, and, like, just lean into it and be the biggest racist ever. Because I'd actually respect that. I'm not going to vote for you. But I'd respect the fact that you're you're not going to cower back to something stupid. If you have the guts to say that, have the guts to, to you know, be a man about it. That's not what I meant. That was out of context. <laughs> was it? That's exactly what he's going to say, though. That's exactly what he's going to say. If you listen to what I said after, it's also Mexicans. I mean, I didn't just say black people. I mean, I'm all-inclusive with the browns, just generally browns. It's that young Kaprowski the hell is that thing I, I can't even i don't even know which direction to be racist she can't be dumb and asian she, she's a polack who's good at math i'm blake masters 
The Blacks was the largest gang in Chicago at the time. <laughs> Right. I was were, talking about the New Zealand All Blacks. They had a shooting. It's a rugby team no one knows about. Questions? Yeah. I mean, I know a lady who was Irish and Mexican. I mean, clearly a product of a rape, but I, what am I supposed to make? I'm Blake Master. So go get them, Blake. Have fun with whatever it is you did. But uh, you, here's a hint to all white politicians. I'm not going to say all white people because it's just a waste of time because I'm one of them. Uh, a sentence can't end with, you know, black people, unless you're talking about the NBA draft. And, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're talking about who to draft and there's an argument between the European guy or the black guy and you're at the table going, hey, 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 you know, the NBA, you don't win without, you know, black people. That's the only time it's really an acceptable place where everybody would agree with you that's what the sons are saying right yeah, now absolutely. well they screwed up with luca but again statistically yeah, you're, oh, you're yeah, nine no, no. out you of ten times odds, yeah. you, you play the black cushion it with the statement always bet on black i was clearly talking about vegas generally white guys can't end a sentence with well you know black people it's never gonna be good <laughs> it's never good even if you're like uh there's one group of people i love i don't like to say but i really love them more than any other. you know black people it, it even then sounds bad who was that journalist we were talking to years ago where they're, they're just leaning into it like, here we go. This guy's about to do it. They call it um, the term. It was like choking the chicken when the guy goes overboard. <laughs> they call it. I'm, it's not far from that because it's right when a guy's about to lose or a lady. I like, like, when Brady, go. I like when Brady has sort of a memory of something and we have to decipher what he's talking about. And then in the middle of it, it's sort of like choking the chicken. I got to make it's a like note of that. So the person. Isolate that when he gets you know back. who's to blame for this? Uh, black people. And that's exactly what, what are you happens. talking about? Help us because this, this is too much. This guy would talk about when he was interviewing people. Yeah. He goes, oh, they're about ready to go over the edge. Just let them go. <laughs> And, um, it's called choking the chicken. I think so. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm going with that. I want it to I'm be. I'm going with that. God, I want you to be right. Well, here he goes. Just let him go. He's going to choke his chicken any second now. No, sir, I don't think you're using that properly. Let the man choke his chicken on Let's TV. Let's Google that and see if anything comes up. Hang himself? It's similar to that, but well, they had another term that was just, it was a funny term. Choking the chicken. Oh, I wish your stories were complete because this is hard. You, you're like a Mad Lib of life. <laughs> you have all these blanks. <laughs> I'm a journalist. And one thing here at the Cronkite Journalism School is if you've got somebody that's willing to talk, you be quiet and listen because eventually they'll choke their chicken. I think that's the term we're looking for. There he goes. They'll choke on their own words. They'll hang themselves. They'll... Choke their chicken. I'm going to buy you this book for Christmas. <laughs> it says, This Chicken Ain't Gonna Choke Itself is the name of the book. God, I wish and you knew what you were talking about. When you started that story, did you think, Uh-oh. I don't remember. No, I, I'm trying to remember that. I know. We're with you. Who, he was here in the studio, too. It was a guest? Yeah. A politician? He was a comedian that was a journalist. Boy, I don't remember any of this. Are you sure it was on this show? <laughs> Did you yeah. dream this again? Are you no. remembering dreams no. again? He's listening to Sharp on the way in. Ooh, boy. <laughs> God, i got to remember who it is. Yeah, you, gotta, you, you gotta, Yeah, you do, because you've left all of, the, all of the listeners. And Brett and I, most Should've importantly. Should have let that one go. You know who's to blame. It's the Brady people. Ah, Brady, you make me wish for gun violence. This is going to drive me nuts. <laughs>
Anywho, I don't think what you Just you're don't saying. choke the chicken today. That's right. So you're saying basically the term would be someone that's They're gonna hang themselves. talking that much is eventually going to masturbate yeah. right there in front of the uh, journalist. <laughs> it's not that phrase, but it's something close. Beat the meat, flog the dolphin. What are we talking about? <laughs> Fiddle the bean? Rough up the suspect? Yeah, I have no idea. Wrestle the bald-headed champ? I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> That's it? That's the one. <laughs> it is dumb. <laughs> but he did it. It's his fault. Suddenly, Blake Masters is the second dumbest guy we're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Toledo's texting from Tokyo. <laughs> I heard that mark. Mark the tape. I got it. No way Pop Pops is off his meds. <laughs> yeah. No way a guest ever said that. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. You know, it used to be, a, it was a comedian. He used to be a journalist, and I'd wait for the, uh, the guest to uh, choke their chicken. It's a term in, in journalism. I'm going to never forget that. I'm putting that in the old vault. Locked it in. <laughs> Pop-up stories get better with time. You are a fine wine. Uh, damn it, Brady, I'm thinking we now. We can't top that. And the worst part is, is you got me, the duck. You got me trying to fix it, and I'm just <laughs> never... I, uh, you can't fix that. But evidently I was in the room with him. No, you can't, you can't make it better. Come on, Blake Masters, yeah. fix it. I think it was a thing he said eventually that the guy you're talking to is just going to f*** his mother. No, Brady, that's not what he said. Uh, <laughs> will somebody from journalism school fix Brady real quick? I know we're 21 years in, but can somebody help us? <laughs> it's the old journalism trick of choking the chicken. Blake Masters clearly choked his chicken. You know who likes chicken? The black people. Blake, not now. Blake Masters, you're done. First one to kind of bow out from stupidity. Won't be the last. First one that is uh, stupid. And evidently, this tape's been lingering around for Blake Masters. He choked his chicken years ago. <laughs> and I don't know. Oops. They've just been hanging on to it for a while. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they've been waiting for him to just get something. So, And then now they're saying it's, it just shows he's not qualified to be a candidate for dog catcher. And they're not wrong. A guy who's willing to say that kind of stuff on a in an interview is uh, he's done. Well, he was burying burying everybody in his commercials for a while oh, before he, all this came out. And that was the only yeah. name I kind of knew because it's, it was on every five. Very seconds. memorable name yeah. too, Blake Masters. It sounds like a porn star yeah. or a politician. Yeah. So he'll get some votes. People just vote on the name that they. Hear. They'll vote on the name that's name recognition. And now that they know that he's choking his chicken in interviews, he's going to be more famous. <laughs> oh, pop, some pop. of it's coming back a little bit. Oh, you've, you're, these are called moments of clarity for people with dementia. Go ahead. I think it was we were talking with someone that <laughs> was doing going? the interviews. Damn you. Why did I ask? Like this? to have uh, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, like when they were with the the OJ interview, mm-hmm. where the, he was talking to him in the room, and all of a sudden he's like, "Uh oh, OJ's going to say something." Whoever, it, I don't think it was Sasha Baron that we were talking to. It wasn't. It was, it was someone on that show. <laughs> On Sasha Baron Cohen's show. The, the interview Baron's one where he had um, OJ yeah. in the room. Right. He was talking about that and talking about other situations he got into where the interviewer no was one like, else oh, was oh on here the they show. go. Let him go. Just him. Can you take his shovel away? He's oh digging way God. too deep now. No, now you've made it harder. <laughs> Give terrible clues, Easter Bunny. I don't know what any of the eggs are. That's all I got right now. <laughs> well, if anything else clears up. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Your CPAP's not working. You're not getting enough oxygen. I had a great dream. Going so now it's too. chicken choking, 
Sasha Baron Cohen may or may not have been a guest, but it was somebody from the show. Is it? But we you were don't remember about who? The OJ interview, how? But they weren't on the show. Yeah, they were on <laughs> no, the show. Nobody else. Was, it, was, it was him and a woman and OJ, and that's it. It, it, it. He was giving that. I, he was talking about that as an example of this would happen. All of a sudden, you're interviewing someone, and you see them going down the path. They just start talking. Sure. Uh, Oh man! You see the true uh, colors Brett, coming out. Brett, how you been? I, I'm good. good. I was good. You got any trips planned? Because uh, I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna walk off the side of the planet. <laughs> it's my trip. I'm just gonna jump off. I was good before so, this. I'm gonna get a trampoline are. and try to get out of here. I'm just gonna. It was oh, a sunny day. Oh, gravity! Will you please stop working? Just let us float away. <laughs> Should have stopped at Young Kapowski. Yeah. Yeah. Kaprowski. Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, correct. Oh, excuse yeah, me. Make sure, make sure you get it right. Get it right. Come on. I must have choked the chicken. Yeah, yeah. saves me. <laughs> well, you keep talking. Evidently, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Now my brain's just in a complete, like, I got to help Pop Pop fix it so nobody thinks my friend is retarded. You can't use that word. Pop Pop? I'm sorry. Yeah. Dickhead? That's, that's better. better. I'll call you that instead. Better. Uh, it's 6.20. Let's get a wake-up song. Then I know what's coming. El Fantasmo, we're waiting on Oh, you. yes. <laughs> uh, it's 6.20. Give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 585-9800. It's 98KUPD. Wait, wake up. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.